Are we modern day book burning? And should the NFL apologize to Colin Kaepernick? Let's talk shop. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Let's Talk Shop. I'm Lee Davis, and i um, going to dive into it today. Um, I just got back from a good weekend with the family, with the kids. Uh, we <clears throat> we spent partial of 4th of, July, 4th of July taking the kids on a nice trip to Mackinac City. I had never been there, so it was uh, quite an experience. You know, the water is super blue. Uh, super cold. Even if it's 80 degrees out, I feel like that water was like a zero degrees. Um, but it's beautiful. It was a good time. That's how I partially chose how to, um, how we chose to celebrate our 4th of July. So, um, without further ado, um, I, while I was on vacation, I got onto my Chromebook and I started, I got on, I haven't been able to get on Facebook because of my phone. So when I was on my Chromebook, I downloaded the Facebook app. I, I scrolled down the Facebook app or I scrolled down the Facebook timeline, checking posts, seeing what people are talking about, seeing what's, what is the news. And as I'm scrolling, I'm just, I'm just growing disgusted. We're talking about 4th of July. First of all, if you were born here, you were raised here, you work here, you vote here, you sleep here, whatever you want to call it, whatever you do here. If you're not trying to get someplace else, like your ultimate goal isn't to live in America, you'd rather live someplace else, you're you're an American in my eyes. Now, you may not act patriotic and show an American-like attitude, but you're an American. So uh, take advantage of the things that you know America, in a sense, provides for you. So uh, like some of you probably had to work on the 4th of July. I, however, didn't. And even if I wasn't on a vacation, I, w- I wouldn't have to work. Our, my job allows us to have a, a paid day off. So, but it's a reason to get together, to, w- to wear my red, white, and blue, and to watch fireworks, to spend time with my family. Um, a lot of you, a lot of you, I don't know why I'm saying you, a lot of people out there that I was reading, from Facebook posts are like trying to throw out Independence Day. It's it's so weird. It, I can't like I'm you know I, I'm I try to see both sides of a story. So like so let's say if I think of an idea in my mind and I am thinking about the sub- side I support. So then I try to think of of how someone else thinks of it. What are they thinking? How do they get to their conclusion? I, you know, like I need someone to be able to explain it to me. It's like my mind just draws a blank and it like, like particles come across and I can no longer see the other side that I'm trying to envision. So like independence day, it's a, it's a American holiday. Uh, you know, what we're, how does it, I'm not sure how old America is now, but it's, it's history. And when it was brought up at a, at a time, there, slaves did exist. Um, 
you know, black people aren't where they are today, or people in general, just every other race other than white people weren't where they are today. But why don't we why don't we recognize growth? Why don't we give credit to like someone becoming better? Something becoming better. Does that make any sense? So so, so for example, yes, um, America had slaves when it started. The person that came here from uh, Columbus came here, um, show violence towards a people that was already here um, to establish America. Uh, I mean, you go through the this this depressing. I don't want to say depressing. It's interesting. It's history. It is what it is. You can't go back and change it. It is it is where it was. But it's like if you start something and it's not as good as it was when it first started, but then uh, time goes on and it becomes better. Why does it? Why did? How do you give credit for something being better if it never? If the previous position ever existed, you know. So maybe America. If you say America is bad, then how far is America when it started? to now is it the same you can't don't say that don't say it is because it's not everyone wants to say that uh that um or i'm gonna keep saying everyone. i don't want to make general statements I've, I've read a lot of facebook posts i've talked to a lot of people who view things in this ugly sense and i felt i feel like maybe it's the optimism in me that has not allowed me to see Pessimistic, pessimistic, uh, negative ideas. Pessimist, pessimistic ideas. There you go. Uh, like the glass is half full. Oh, we only have up to go. We can't move backwards. Let's not move backwards. Let's not try to have an idea or a movement where we're moving backwards. I think today's movement is a is it's it was going in a good direction and then it just turned out in a negative way, just the most negative way ever. Like we're trying we're we're pulling down statues. We're, um, we're modern day book burning. That's exactly what we're doing. We are eliminating history. History. We. I fall in the category because I'm not. I mean, I'm speaking about it. I don't know what to do next to stop people. I talk to people, but as I'm talking to them, there's all their idea always trumps my idea. So, <sighs> anyways, um, I took a few notes. Um, and I think I may have access to my last podcast. I haven't done a podcast in a little bit, but, um, I just was curious what did American, what does American mean to you? So, uh, think about that and think about how you want to change it, but think about how you want to change it in a positive light without shedding any negative light. That's how I think. I don't, I don't want to put the negatives on everything in a sense. I want to talk about. I want to talk about something that is bad and what we can do to make it bad, or, or to make it better, or have the bad just not exist anymore. I'm sorry, I'm, that's not what. I want to, okay, let's think about something that is bad. What can we do to improve it? What can we do, um, where it uh, um, evolves into something good, but we still know that there was a bad that existed, and that's. That's pretty much in this as well. But um, 
we are doing modern day book burning. Some of us may not look at it that way. Some of us may justify uh, pulling down statues, um, pulling down history. Uh, I was listening to a podcast by one of the um, popular people that, or a person that I listen to um, regularly. And he was saying that, and I totally agree, that can you think of a time right now in this day where you can go somewhere blindly and find where you're going? or find something or find what, what are you doing? Like, can you, you know, if let's say you live in New York, can you without a map, just drive straight down to Miami without a map, you just you know, all the roads and highways. If you've never been there before, because that's pretty much what Columbus did. He left, he left a place to end up in another place with nothing. It's like he was just sailing blind, but that's, that's not, that's not like cool enough for people because it's what, it's what he did when he got here. But then we don't think that at a time, Indians were savages. People were savages. It was the way. You know, if you wanted something, you took it. If you wanted, if you wanted to keep something, you had to defend it. That's just how it was. Uh, you know, and I don't know how long that existed. I can look that up. But how long did it, you know, exist where if you wanted your land, you had to defend your land. If you couldn't defend your land, then it no longer belonged to you. That's just how it was. So what if the idea of the people who want to be more powerful? That's just how it goes. That's how it went. There was no, there's no other way to really describe it. The mindset. If you lived in that time, you you would be at a more understanding of what was going on. We don't. So the only thing we can how we justify is that's how it was at that time. Those are what the things that people had to do. Those are the things they had to go through. You had to respect the people who were strong enough to make it through it. Some of them didn't, and you felt a way about them. So. Um, think of it that way uh, I also think of these um, holidays like Independence Day Memorial Day uh, they're, they're they're signs of our freedom some of you may think you don't have a freedom but you do the more the way you vote the way you allow a politician to take over a city or a state it's how you elect to, to, to keep your freedom. I don't know if people understand that socialism is an idea of less freedom or to no freedom because you are not making a choice for yourself. You're allowing someone to make the choice for you. We have laws to maintain, to leave the s- savages out. We have laws to maintain stability and protect people and protect the weak because, yes, the strong survive, but now, you know, like, if you're in a home and, let's say... You're, you're a five foot two male that's a, a buck ten and someone wants your house or wants the things in your house and they're like six foot five you can have you know a hundred you know 200 pounds six foot five guy and they're coming in to there's laws to protect you from from to limiting how that happens and if it happens how do we just like what is just to do after that so we have these things for a reason and you know, laws are changing all the time. People are evolving over time. We're trying to make it better. Um, but I don't, I, I really fear that by the time my kids are adults, this world won't be what I grew up in. It will be worse. We don't think so now, but if history, if history is gone, then we don't know how far we come um, and, and where, we, where we're at, you know. And, and black people are in this idea that we are, we're not celebrating um, 
Um, just so you know, you don't have to celebrate a holiday. You don't. But don't try to break people down from wanting to celebrate a holiday. Like, don't tell me not to celebrate Independence Day. Like, like, you know, have you ever had a conversation with a military person or a person, you know, any person in the service or, uh, you know, any type of person that has strong patriotic views? Have you ever had a conversation with them? You, I, I would like to see a person who's like, I don't want to celebrate Independence Day. Have a conversation with one of those those men that that are, you know, and see how they feel and then, you know, try to justify what you're saying to them. Because if they're going over to another country to stop a fight from becoming here and stopping the terrorists or, you know, the evils from getting here, and you're saying, I don't want to celebrate them that celebrate that for them. They celebrate it. So you can feel that way. And you, you just feel some type of way about them. Like they did a way when they did something evil. Which that is going to take me into my, because I'm just in it right there. You think about history. You think about where you want this world to go. And you think about wh- how you want our kids, what you want our kids to be around when they become a certain age to make a certain decisions for themselves or believe, have a certain belief. What are they going to base? They can't base it off history if it's not there. So where, where are they going to draw um, how they feel then and now? Um, but anyways, that ties into my uh, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> a lot of people um, I've seen on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, to, to the, the United States or the NFL needs to to apologize for Colin Kaepernick. And I don't I don't agree with that. I don't think they owe him an apology. Uh, the number one thing is why I don't uh, I think they they the NFL needs to apologize because the NFL is a it was a private company, so they have they have rules inside. It's like any job that you have. So let's say uh, the United States of America has legalized marijuana, and they say you can legally smoke marijuana. But then a job that you work at says you can't work here if you smoke marijuana. That's not that's not like a discrimination. That's just that's a preference. Um, and there's rule, there's like laws changing the, how businesses can run themselves, what I think is completely unfair because there should be no, there should be no laws to, for, for businesses to follow. If I invest my money, I should be able to choose who and how I want to distrib- distribute whatever um, I'm selling in a sense, like whatever I'm doing with my money, it should be done to your business if it does no harm to you. And if it does mental harm to you, that's something you have to deal with yourself. I have nothing to do with that. Um, anyways, so the NFL set, they have their rules, um, and to be a part of the NFL is to be lucky. And I've, I think I've said this before to be an entertainer, to be in a, in the sports world, to be in the music world, to be any type of art world, any type of thing where you make money because people like you is luck. That's all it is. Someone noticed you at the right time, or you were doing the right, the good things with athleticism or singing or any type of thing, drawing, whatever the case may be, and someone noticed it to take you to the next level. But it, it's a it's it's you, it's a privilege to be there. It's luck. At any point in time, when your luck has run out, you are no more service to the entertainment world. And that's how I think of Colin Kaepernick. Not only was he not 
good enough to be where he was, he also created an uproar. Now, I've said this before. I respected his his protest, his silent protest. I had no problem with it. A lot of times, like people were saying that they're not going to watch the NFL because he was protesting. And I, like, at the time, I completely, like, didn't care. I'm thinking, like, I don't even watch. Uh, I don't get home or set up a time to watch the, uh, you know, listen to the Star Spangled Banner or anything. I don't watch any of the pregame. By the time I cut on the TV and I've sat down with everything that I've got going on, I'm pretty much watching, like, two minutes into the first quarter. It's pretty much me. The only thing I think I may get the first of is the is the Super Bowl or – you know, even if it's an NBA game, I don't watch the starting lineups. I'm getting in there like halfway through the first quarter. Baseball, I'm getting in probably the seventh inning. So I'm always missing the opening part. So maybe everyone, some people like to, to they want to get in right at the start of a program. Like if a game starts on a 4 o'clock, they're turning on the TV at 3.55. That wasn't me. So I wasn't with that. But I do respect that he is trying to draw attention to something he believes in and it takes strength to do that especially at a platform like the nfl to take advantage of that so when if i was robert roger cadell and i said players should not be kneeling during the national flag boom in the discussion he signs your paycheck don't kneel at the, the national flag now um here's how i feel i've personally had conversations with people who have served um, and it has taken me t- to to a, another thinking level because one PTSD is real. You know, people come home from that stuff and they have a harder time readjusting. So we're kneeling for those guys. We should be standing for those guys. I think those guys should be more famous than than sports players. Every time. I see one of those, the, you know, the, the uh, entertainment using their platform to, you know, bring a soldier home to meet his kids who have, he hasn't seen or his wife he hasn't seen it in, you know, two years. And she probably doesn't even know he's alive or, or the kids don't know he's alive. And they bring him home and they see I, I get teary-eyed. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine someone you love, you care, that you, you know, in your heart feel like you can't leave without and they go away to fight for 330 million people. You know, they, they're going to do that. And they, they, you don't know if they're ever going to come back. They're not just fighting for you. They're fighting for everyone. They're bad ideas, racist, um, massage. They're fighting for every negative. They fight for every positive to keep it here. So we can continue to progress. They go over and they go over and I say, oh, go over because it's never here. We don't have wars on U.S. territory. They go over to places where it's where it's at to stop it from getting here. So now you can live your day to day. You can drink your coffee in the morning. You can speed your cars. You can shoot your guns. You can fire your fireworks. They're over there doing the, 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 the killing and the and the, you know, making their minds mentally weaker in a sense or you know because it's like ptsd it's a sad thing but it is it it does exist and it does have a a great hold on um, soldiers so they go over and they do these things and 
that's what the flag and that's what the Star Spangled Banner represents the song. That's what the flag represents at the time. That's what we're standing for. That's why you take your hat off, you put your hand over your heart because there's supposed to be this strong feeling for them. But they kneeled. Their players are kneeling. Um, and Colin Kaepernick started it. So from my perspective, I said, hey, he's drawing. He's drawing. Um, he's drawing attention to something that he thinks in his heart is a wrong. He used a platform that people would disagree with. So what I'm saying is I agree with what he's trying to do, what he tried to do. But you have to understand from another person's perspective what he did do for them, to them. You know, if you're if you're a mother, if you're a, a wife or a husband to a, a fallen soldier or just a soldier in general, and you see this man kneeling, you can't get behind what he's doing. So we have to respect that. So if if I'm if I if in my opinion if if I say you can't kneel during the national flag, you're you're, you're showing uh, disgrace to 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 fallen so- soldiers and current serving surges, soldiers, you can't do it, don't do it. I don't want to hear about it. Don't try to tell me I'm in the wrong because if there was a morality police, I, my morals are more in place than yours. So we, we have to honor those. We have to honor those. I don't even know how to, to like be more specific or go more in depth to how to feel. You, I mean, you're entitled to your feel, but if you don't, like I would never support war, if that makes sense. Like I don't want things to go to war, but I support the people who go over and fight for me to continue to feel this way. So, um, so when, the, when people say that to the, the NFL needs to apologize for Colin Kaepernick, if they do, they're appeasing people because obviously I don't believe that they do. Um, you know, it wasn't like he was a star player in the NFL anymore. He wasn't, he had lost it. I mean, I have the numbers to prove it if you want me to go down the list, but he wasn't, he wasn't as good as when he started. And personally, I think Alex Smith was better. You know, he didn't take as many chances. He didn't throw as many interceptions. And he would, they would have gotten the same place or been in the same place that they were if they didn't use Colin Kaepernick. He might have won the Super Bowl. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so um, he, wasn't a, he wasn't a great player. Now, he's probably better than a lot of backups. But then again, a lot of backups are, you know, aren't um, t- taking attention away from the, the game and drawing attention to themselves or their cause. So um, you can't compare them to backups because some backups are just silent. They're like happy just to get to be getting a paycheck to not be doing anything. Or when I want to say not anything, they're not playing on the field and, you know, all the time. So um, I used to, before, before I go on, give me one second. I used to go to the NFL games. I'm sorry. I used to go to all the games. Pistons, Tigers, Wings, Lions. I used to go to the the games and I used to sit during the national anthem because I always thought that the United States was wasn't doing doing things for black people, my people. I used to think that in my early uh, late late teens, early 20s. I really did used to think that and I'm not even discussing with that who that person was because if I was that I couldn't be where I'm thinking I am today if I was never that person. Like I couldn't I couldn't say, Man, I grew up a lot. 
So I'm happy I don't think that way anymore. I'm glad, I'm happy that I show appreciation to to the Americans who continue to fight for our freedom. But I did used to uh, I I did used to do that, um, and I slowly came out of it. I started, you know, people I knew weren't coming home um, for long periods of time. I don't know anyone personally who died in battle, but I do know a lot of people who served. And they, and like, when I had a conversation with them, they were talking about like, yeah, we're going nine months to, to, to a year at a time without talking to significant others. Um, thinking like, are you, wow, that's a lot. Like, can you imagine like, you know, you just leaving your wife and kids and not being able to talk to them for hours of the day. I see my kids every day. Now all of a sudden I can't see them or talk to them for like months on end. Um, so that started to mow my mind. And then, um, you know, most recently my fiance, her, uh, her brother, her brother-in-law was an ex, um, Navy and he can't even have like, I can't even talk to him without him, like about something in depth about his job, um, in the Navy. Um, without him getting teary-eyed about it. You know, he had to do some tough things. He had to make some tough decisions. And, like, how can someone, how can I feel harsh for it? Like, how can I feel how he feels? And then how can I justify, like, not, you know, not helping him, like, celebrating Independence Day or Memorial Day, those kind of things. How can I, like, justify not doing those things? And, for him, and even my um, my fiance's father served in Vietnam, and he wasn't even he was recruited. He had to go. Um, you know, at that time, you it was mandatory. And if you didn't, you went to jail. So we've had some. I've had some conversations where we had some some definitely uh, tough moments, and. These these were grown men crying in front of other grown men, and no one was in the. We couldn't. There's no judgment. You can't judge somebody like that. It's like you can't even say they're sensitive. That's those are tough things. I I can't even think of how to describe the stories that they told me. Those those are things that you just have to have a conversation with other people who have served. So so yeah, I can't I can't I don't feel like the NFL owes. Um, uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, apology. They just, I just, I just, I just don't. So, um, I did look up his, uh, I did look up his stats to say that he wasn't worth the trouble. But I, as I'm like looking over these stats, it's not even important. Like, um, um, after he got the spotlight to change to make a change, I'm not, I'm not really sure what he did after that to make the change. Uh, he sold out eventually. The NFL um, cut him a deal, him and um, Eric Reed, and they, they, I think between two of them got close to $10 million, between both of them, so let's just say $5 million apiece. Um, I looked at his final contract. Um, I looked at his final contract before leaving the NFL and all the guaranteed money, and he was guaranteed about $13 million, the kind of money that some of us won't even see in a lifetime. So... That the, he, he, no, he probably won't. He probably won't be a, a starting quarterback in NFL ever again. But like I said, 
it's not like he was cut out of a, 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 a being a lawyer or he was cut out of being a Supreme Court judge or a public servant or a governor or some type of political official. He wasn't cut out of those things. He was cut out of being an entertainer. Like, I'm, I don't look down on entertainers. They do what they do. We need them. Um, you know, they help us get through tough times. They address some of them, our leaders in their communities. But like I said, it's a luck. He got cut out of luck. And then the, and then he was still lucky enough to have a crap ton of money leaving. Like, if you were, if you, in my opinion, and I could be extremely wrong about this, but if I was given $13 million in my final year of the NFL, so that was like four years ago, and then on top of that, the, the NFL cut me another $5 million. I'm not sure the exact amount, but let's say him and Eric Reed had to send, share $10 million. So say it's five and five. Uh, what did you do after that? I know you got on a Nike ad, but what did you do after that? Did you did you go and make a change in the black community? Did you lead the way for social reforms? Um, you know, were you speaking in a, a more public spotlight? Were you drawing, did you create a website where you're drawing people to, to help? Were you opening businesses to, you know, to, you know, money come, you know, people come in, support money comes out to, to support the community. Were you doing stuff like, those are the things I look at. Those are, those are the things I think we need to be, to be looking at. Those are the things that we should be addressing. You know, was he helping send some minority kid to, to school or paying for his college education or something like that. Um, those are the things I'm, I'm going to measure. So if he was doing all those and the NFL had said some bad things about him, then I'm like, NFL is an apology. But that's not what happened. That's not even close to what happened. And I'm not really sure much of a change he, he has done. Like, he's drawn attention to it, and I respect that, but there's more than drawing attention to it. So... Uh, I keep thinking about ways. How, like I, I know I got, I have this podcast going. I know I need to get people more involved with that. I think I need people to listen. I, I've, I've, uh, I've gotten on social media and started arguments with people, not like negative ways. I'm just trying to start a conversation. Uh, I recently, uh, a guy, a coworker of mine, sent me a podcast or an interview with Candace Owens. A lot of people out there don't like Candace Owens. They think she's a sellout, but. What she is doing is what we all should be doing is starting the conversation. Her, I don't agree with everything she says. And then when she has a debate with some people, I think what they're saying is actually true. And I think what she says is true. I don't agree with everything. And I don't agree with everyone that, that argues with everything that they're saying. But the point is to start the conversation. And people need to notice and pay attention to their own research. She's not telling, she's not telling you how to feel. She's showing you what you're feeling is, is based off something that's not true. And she's trying to show you what is true so you can, you know, adjust how you feel, how you address things. So, um, yeah, uh, I think I listen to a lot of conservative podcasts, but I always try to mix in uh, a liberal podcast or a left podcast to see what they're saying. Some of the stuff that they're, they're saying I don't agree with. It makes me sick to my stomach to think that people can justify, like, burning down buildings, looting, or um, tearing down statues, burning history, 
like it makes me sick to my stomach that that we we say that that's okay like or make fun of or give people a hard time for feeling that feeling a certain way about people burning down history like they like we're 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 justifying something that we're not justifying we're saying you can change your community but burning down history does not modern day book burning does not justify anything it doesn't help anything if anything it worsens things you've you've created a further divide especially from somebody like me i think i've said this before i keep pulling so hard right because people are so far left we should be we should be most mostly in the middle i mean if 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 worse the worst we should be mostly in the middle you should not be wanting you should want to help take care of people but you should not be the one that needs to be taken care of in a sense it's a stretch. I'm not going to elaborate. Not now. So, um, I, I'm getting more in depth with these conversations that I have with people. And uh, I'm not winning. It's a thing that bothers me the most is I'm not, I'm not getting through. I'm not winning. Uh, even... I'm not the most educated person on a lot of these things. I know enough to have a feeling and I keep um, trying to get people to explain to me why they feel the certain way that they feel. But no one wants to really, they say general statements. General statements, to me in my eyes, and I'm just gonna like make it black and white, are lies. A general statement is a lie because it leaves out, and if you don't believe me, I want one of you guys to go to your wife today and tell her a, a partial story, leave out stuff, and then later on let her find out something that you left out the story and tell her and let her tell you that you're not lying. She she's gonna tell you you're lying. Leaving out the truth, leaving out parts of the truth, like you know, pressing all the information or suppressing all the information is considered lying. So you make a general statement. You may start the conversation, but you have to be able to support it. And a lot of times I'm having these discussions with people who are making general statements and then they're not supporting it. And the stuff that they say, they're trying to argue, that they're trying to say support it, isn't what the general statement said. Uh, Before I get out, I'll give you a quick example. Uh, So a kid um, that I grew up in the Boys and Girls Club with, um, I think he's a good kid. I think his, his thinking needs a little bit of molding. But honestly, I think he's a good kid. He's not a negative person um, or a bad person. I don't, don't want to say negative, but he's not a bad person. And he had posted this picture. It's uh, it's two slaves. Um, and the picture said, "You, it's you killed all. Or you ch- killed and chased away the Indians. You chased away the Mexicans. You enslaved the blacks. And you, you have the nerve to ask about color." And this was a meme. And that's one of the things I hate the most is, are these memes. There's such a general statement. They leave out so much information and then people are applauding and clapping like, that's so right. And I said that that's not accurate because one of the things that you left out is that Mexicans and both Indians, they had slaves. So they're just as bad as white people if you want to talk about that. I'm just saying. That, that, that if you want to make that statement and say they're talking about color, well, uh, Mexicans and, and Indians had slaves. All right. So, so he says that. So I said that's inaccurate. So he said, "How was that inaccurate?" And I said, "Well, you just left you just left out that that part." And I guess you're gonna say you could say that white people pushed 
slavery on Mexicans and Indians. Like, you, let's say that. Now, I'm not saying that's true. Obviously, I was stretching it and being funny about it. So I'm thinking like, no one held a gun to their hand and said, take these people and have them serve you for no money and that you own them. I don't, that's, they could have walked away, whatever. But obviously, that I'm not living in a time, so I don't know exactly how it happened. I just know that it did happen. So then I said that that slavery ended, you know, a long time ago. And no one owns slaves now. The most that you can say as a slave is a person that has been incarcerated and they do free work. They free man, but they gave up their freedom. They did something to land them in jail. So that that's that's not that's another thing that makes it accurate. Not only did you not not only did Meme not say that Indians and Mexicans own slaves, now there are no more slaves. So let's say you take a modern quote, such as you want to talk about color, that's the quote, um, and you put it in the eighteen hundreds. Of course, you can't put a modern quote in the 1800s and mean the same thing. So, But now you're going to take something that happened in the 1800s and put it in a modern day quote. Do you, you see what I'm saying? Like you just mix two things that they can't exist together because to, a, a, a quote from the 2000s can't go back to 1800s. In the 1800s, the, 18, the way the life was in the 1800s can't come and be a quote or support a quote in, in the 2000s. Like you just can't. It's just... You can't make the same statement, and and I don't know. That's why I was saying it wasn't accurate. So then <clears throat> he went on to talk about the myth of white supremacy. I don't like the words like myth to describe things. Myth is not not it has not been proven true. It's an idea. It's a myth. It, uh, it's a story. So if you say the myth of white supremacy, you've said that's like saying we can't prove white supremacy exists. It's a myth. And then I said, well, white supremacy does exist. However, they are not holding you back. I went to want to say that um, if you want to think about how white supremacists are, are thinking they're holding you back by allowing you to think. And wanting you to think the way that you're thinking that you're being held back and you have to, in a sense, you're, you're being held back. But the things that are holding you back aren't the things you talk, you're talking about. You're talking about a people holding you back and they'll take full credit for holding you back. They'll say, yeah, we're, we think you're better. We think we're better than you and we're going to hold you back. But that's not the case. The only person that holds you back is you. Your limitations are how limited you allow them to be. So I even asked a question to him. I said, I'm like, do you work? Do you have unwanted children? Are you married? Um, do you vote at all levels? So do you vote at the, the president, the governor, the senior, your senators? Do you vote at your, you know, your city councilman? Your, all that kind of, do you vote for at all levels of government? Do you, do you associate with criminals? Uh, have you, are you a criminal? Like, those are the things I'm talking about. Like, so let's say you don't hang, if you hang out with criminals, then you probably are going to be looked at. Like, 
I know that it's, it's like, don't judge a book by its cover, but you are the company you keep. If you hang around a bunch of criminals, you're not a criminal. You're going to be looked at from the outside as a criminal. It's hard to do. It is so hard to disassociate yourself with people who you grew up with. But if they're not on the same page and living at the same level you're living at, they are. They can't be your friends because they're. if they're pulling you back, if they're anchor to your life and your progression, then they're not your friends. Your friends want you to do better. Your friends are the type of people who if you don't talk to them for weeks on end because your career and their career and they're both, you know, you both are working forward and you just can't always talk to each other. But then when you talk to each other, it's like you picked up where you never left off at. Those are friends. That's that's I mean, that's family. But people who are not respecting your progress or allow you to hang out with them while they are are known criminals, because you never know what a criminal is capable of. You never know what they're going to do. They may have done something that they haven't been caught for, for yet. And then all of a sudden, the, the 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 science comes through, the information comes through, and, and the police are ready to make arrests. If you are with them, they may take you too, even though they were just looking for them. So when I asked him that, he said he hangs out with criminals, and they and but they're not committing crimes at the time. It's it's like the things I'm saying are just going over your head. Uh, when I was the one example I said, you know, do you have one with children? I know a lot of men out here, especially in the black community, are you know, having unwanted babies and they're not participating in their new lives. So there's, there's this father, less, fatherlessness going on. Mm-hmm. And that means in a, in, a, in a statistical situation, they're, you know, to make it a broad statement, that they're likely not to be as successful as they, they could be if you were involved in their lives. So I'm a strong, strong believer. And... Where I live does not, okay, so for example, if I lived in uh, a rural, uh, urban area and my kids went to an urban school and, you know, the the, the more urban uh, public schools don't do as well as, as suburb uh, public schools or private schools. But my kids would be fine because I would be determined to make sure that they make it through. I know they might be going to school with a bunch of kids that don't think highly of themselves or they'll be going to school with kids who are who like think they have nothing to live for. But my kids would be OK. Um, do I want them to go to a school like that? No. But if they did, I know they still be OK. And I know that the opportunity they might have to work a little harder to get places, but that's not because of that's not because of the 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 school in a sense. It might just be the lack of resources. But people are capable of you know taking up. All you have to do is be a part of your child's life and in their school life. But my point to him was that or if if you're you know if you're being a, if you're married and you're being a uh, um, a father, and you have kids and you're doing better, then your argument, you're, it's like not true. You, you saying that white people talk about color, but you're you're being successful, and they had nothing to do with it. Sure, you might work for a white person, and they had something to do with your hiring, or but you are the one that keep you keep the job. You continue to do well the job. You'll keep your job. You show up to work on time. You they can't fire you for that. 
you'd have to be a bad employee to get fired. No one, unless the company just is unsuccessful and they have to, you know, like lay off people and stuff like that, then that has nothing to do with color. That has to do with money. But if they were firing people left to right for being black, which is not the case, um, especially with the way some jobs have unions and, and handbooks, you protect, you're protected by the handbook. And the government tries to protect you when they like put laws that they can't, you, you can't discriminate in any type of way of hiring people. So what you, I'm just trying to get to the what point are you trying to make if white people are talking about color? If I'm sitting there having an argue, argument with someone and, and uh, a conversation with someone, and someone goes, you got that job because you were black, or you got that job because you were white. <sighs> and then you can prove it. That's one thing. But you can't prove it. It's like, move on. And I also think, if you got a job because you were black, then <laughs> take that as a as a good thing. It's reverse racism. I mean, I'm just making a joke here, but... Um, but I was just pretty much trying to get through to him on all levels. Like you, this kid has education. This kid has no unwanted children. He has a, he has a successful job. He can articulate, um, which I will always give you. The, the minute you can show that you can speak and talk intelligently, uh, you, people look at you differently. It, it is what it is. So, um, you get there's a reward for it in a sense. So, uh, but anyways, I'm just having this conversation with him. But he still had to fight a fight. What I was saying, and it's it's like it makes me sad. Anyways, um, so you think about if you're okay with modern day book burning. You think about if you want to. Erase history. Think about how you want to measure and how you want to explain to your kids how do they measure where they are if they don't even know how far they've come from because we've eliminated where we've come from. So, and you think about if we should, if the NFL owes Colin Kaepernick an apology. I might be wrong about all this. I might be. I might, there might be a systemic racism that strongly exists and they're just doing a good job of covering it up. But from what I read, from what I hear, from whom I talk to, whom I associate with, it's not true. I'm just waiting for someone to come along with the facts to prove me wrong. And I'd be okay with that because then I would be like, well, let me get on the right side. But until then, this is the side I am a strong supporter of. I believe it with the. Let's start. Let's start the conversation. Let's have a conversation, not with me, but don't 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 avoid the conversation with people, and don't make general statements to try to end the conversation. Make give information that supports your. Pretend like you're writing a paper. So, till next time, everyone.